0: Get ready for Vancouver's premier real estate podcast, your source for buying, selling, and investing in Vancouver's real estate market
1: with your hosts, two guys with faces for radio, Adam and Matt Scalina.
2: And welcome back to Vancouver Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Scalina. And I'm your other host, Matt Scalina. And we've got an excellent episode for you today. Always excellent around here. We've got Gregory Dreiser uh, from the Museum of Vancouver, who is Director of Curatorial and Engagement. Right.
1: And we spoke with Greg uh, a couple days back about the exhibit going on there right now called Your Future Home creating the new vancouver yeah we both had to say that largely (laughs) because you have the title in front of you and i don't exactly yeah it's uh
2: yeah your future home creating the new vancouver it's it's a great exhibit if you haven't seen it already definitely go check
1: it out yeah i think it runs through march uh and we'll have the dates on our in our show notes
2: yeah and we'll have some photos in our show notes as well um so definitely check that out and uh matt we we talked a little bit about this after we we went through it yesterday, but um, what were your thoughts? What was kind of the biggest takeaway?
1: Yeah, I mean, the exhibit actually has, has stuck with me. There's a there's a lot of a lot of different visions from a lot of different creative minds in and around the city, and, uh, and so a lot to think about. Uh, the main takeaway I had was this interesting attempt uh, of the exhibit, more generally, to shift from uh, a perspective of the city from uh, as the shapers of the city being developers largely to one that 's more inclusive of community groups uh, right. everyday people that uh, you know, have have really made Vancouver what it is, and to that, uh, the one uh, smaller exhibit that w- made up this larger hole that I found interesting, partly because I live right near there, was the uh, the community struggle. Uh, to maintain the Mole Hill Heritage houses in the West End, I mean, my daughter goes to the Mole Hill Daycare, uh, so I walk down that back lane with the stream and the book sharing and the beautiful heritage homes that are all uh, intact, and that's all uh, a result of a, a number of community organizations that fought against the city's Nelson Parkside plan. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's just it's just interesting. You know, I have people come in from out of town all the time. And that when they're walking through that back lane, they always comment how how unique it seems and how how great it For is. For sure, and, uh, and it's a staple of the West End. It's a staple of the West End, and the the interesting part about that is, you know, that's one of the things that you know. There's many things like that in Vancouver that make the city special, and and to think of how that came about is, uh, yeah, it just it makes you think. So, Adam, yeah, what was your favorite? So. You know, mine,
2: my favorite was community-based as well. It, it's uh, how community advocates uh, resisted the construction of the proposed freeway through Strathcona and Chinatown in the 1950s right. and 1960s, um, which would have been kind of catastrophic for the city, for the downtown core at least, because it, it was very kind of, uh, it was a boundary. I mean, it was very polarizing. It, it kind of cut off certain communities um, from each other, and it, it just separated the downtown in a very awkward way. Well,
1: yeah, if you think, I mean, the, we just talked with Holly Sovdi about taking down the, the viaducts, and if if a more extensive freeway system cut up the downtown, I mean... Yeah, it would have it would have changed the the face of the city for and that's what Holly was,
2: forever <laughs> and and as a planner that's what Holly was saying basically is is that you know the viaducts have acted as a ba- as a boundary as um you know it, whether um, physical or or psychological. or psychological that's what you did, yeah. right yeah yeah so it, it it is uh it was a great uh, it was a great exhibit and yeah I really enjoyed it the other thing I really liked was um, Andy Yan's. Uh, Uh, Oh yeah, that was great at the the beginning. So when you first walk through, there's screens that are showing different statistics about um, housing in Vancouver and also just the general makeup of the city. So yeah, um, what were some of your favorites? uh, I think that well, the the most interesting was that 44 percent of Vancouverites are immigrants, right? Which uh, half the city, half yeah, nearly half the city. Uh, 14 percent were older than 65. And seventeen percent
1: uh of Vancouverites are under nineteen years old. And do you have the numbers in front of you? There's there's one about third generation Canadians, the percentage of, of Vancouver made up by third generation Canadians are older. I don't have it in front of me, but I, I if I remember
2: correctly, it was twenty six percent. Twenty six
1: yeah, that sounds about right to me. It was a number that was kind of staggering to think for sure. That- you know, seventy four percent of the city is made up by either new immigrants or second generation Canadians, and it's really interesting the way that they actually present
2: the information. So it's definitely worth checking out. Hey,
1: there was one other stat that uh, that struck both of us when we were in there, and that right. was the projection for how many more immigrants were uh, coming to uh, the city to to Vancouver proper. Yeah, yeah. by twenty forty. 150,000 people right. coming by 2040. And I've seen other numbers that are higher for the lower mainland, but I believe that was Vancouver Ooh. proper.
2: Well, the real estate, yeah. So 150 for the city of Vancouver. And then I've heard as high as about 1.2 million yeah. for greater by Vancouver. 20, by 2041, I think. By, is that yeah. yeah. So again, lots of people coming right. to the lower mainland. Um and also, if we have any of those stats wrong, it's because they're not in front of us and uh... <laughs> we're working from memory. Yeah, but yeah. one
1: one thing, ironically, it's uh, funny to shift the focus from uh, the museum piece uh, wants to shift the focus from real estate to uh, the state of the city. And I think it it's successful in that. But uh, And maybe this is because we're in real estate. When I was leaving after looking at all those stats uh my one thought was good investment opportunity here in vancouver (laughs) right
2: right 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 okay well yeah i guess uh anything else you want to add or
1: no i think we should uh we should listen to our, our interview with greg it's uh yeah it's a good one
2: perfect well gregory dreiser museum of vancouver enjoy
1: Okay, we're here at the Museum of Vancouver with Gregory Dreiser, the Director of Curatorial and, and Engagement here. How you doing, Greg? Okay. Yeah. So, Greg, can you actually just tell us just a little bit about yourself and your role? We understand you're, you're new to the city, or
0: fairly new? Yes, I've been here for about a year and a half. Um, as you said, I'm Director of Curatorial at the Museum, and my mission here is to engage people, engage Vancouverites in thinking about their city. And we're at the Museum, we're a platform, an enabler. We want to help people to do that.
1: Okay, excellent. Just out of curiosity, I know we've spoke before this year. You're from New York. Do you see any kind of connections between your hometown and Vancouver?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, in New York, just like here, every conversation starts with real estate. That's what people talk about all the time. Everyone talks about how they can't afford to live there anymore, how they have to move out. And also, I think the amount of change that has gone on and actually is going on in New York right now, and for some of the same reasons as in Vancouver, there's, there are many parallels.
1: All right. right. Perfect. So so I had a question for you, Greg. So you said with everyone, and this is, a, this is I'll quote you here, with everyone already talking about Vancouver's sky-high housing prices, we want to shift the conversation from real estate to the state of the city with, I should say, the exhibit Your Future Home, creating the new Vancouver. Uh, I was curious what exactly... What, what do you
0: mean exactly by that, and, and you, can you speak to the larger goals of the the exhibit? Sure. Well, yeah, everyone here talks about real estate, and often there's a big focus on developers, for example, but what people are really anxious about is is much, much bigger than just real estate development, the development community, and who's building what and how tall it is. It, it's really about thinking about what people want in, in their own city, and Development is part of that. I mean, Vancouver is a city that was has been, the whole thing is privately developed, so there's nothing new about developers uh, building and changing things in the city. So we, we are hoping to encourage people in this exhibition, first of all, just to think about Vancouver itself. What, what does Vancouver mean to them? Because there's not one Vancouver. Every person has his or her own idea about that. And then to learn more about the city itself, because like any city, there are all kinds of myths and beliefs about the city, and we're trying to get people to be sort of on the same uh, baseline to to learn learn things about the city and be surprised. And then the exhibition also consists of about two dozen what I call future scenarios. We asked um, experts of all kinds architects, designers to to create um, challenges or solutions to to things going on in the city. And at the same time, we we present eight Vancouver stories. These are small histories of turning points in the history here and in the planning of the city.
1: So what are some of the key challenges uh, facing our city explored in the exhibit and and can you can you speak a little bit about the different visions? I know there's there's 20 uh, visions of the future represented here. and is there is there any sort of connecting tissues?
0: Yes, well, first of all, the the kind of uh, centerpiece or center point is affordability, housing affordability. That's what people are talking about all the time, and maybe they've heard too much of it.
1: <laughs> and so, we, our podcast so far has focused pretty thats all about—pretty heavily about. on, on yeah. the housing affordability.
0: Well, the thing is affordability is closely linked to other issues, overlapping issues. So the exhibition you know, uses affordability, but we also look at density, how closely people are living together. We look at transportation, you know, how people get around, which is very, very closely linked, actually, to affordability and also public space—just the spaces we share in the city. All those are really closely connected. So, in the exhibition itself, um, in our in the in the two dozen future scenarios, all of them are organized around these four themes, overlapping themes, which again are housing affordability, density, public space, and transportation. And so, some of the some of the People who contributed are, are challenging people. For example, there's a, a model of a twenty five hundred foot tall skyscraper and which isn't is never gonna happen here and is but it's really more about getting people to think about first of all density and, and sustainability, which are closely linked. It's also asking people to think about what they want here. You know, everyone loves a view and a taller building actually gives you a better view. So
1: <laughs> how high can we go?
0: That's right. So it's to get people to think about um tight. And density, you know, people, some in some neighborhoods, people say, you know, you can't build taller than X number of stories. You know, it's not clear how they're arriving at that number, or or even why.
1: Right, right. Would you say there is is there, and this might be against the the mission of the the museum, but there is is there sort of a uh, a larger goal of pro density or just having people think about uh, yeah. those issues that are facing the city?
0: Right. Yeah, I, we're not. I would say the museum itself, we're not. Pro or anti density, we are, I guess, pro or getting people to, to think about it and to learn about it because, in a way, the biggest issue facing Vancouver, the biggest question, is, is in a way density because the downtown is already dense and is just going to get denser, but most of the land area of Vancouver is actually low rise residential and industrial. So the question is, what's going to happen everywhere else outside of the downtown? That's really the big issue. So, again, as I said before, um, density, transportation, affordability, all, those are the questions around which we can think about the future of Vancouver.
2: Right. So you're basically trying to engage the public in those four arenas, basically.
1: Yes, Absolutely. So it sounds like, based on what you're saying, Greg, uh, that now is a, is a, an opportune moment to to have this discussion.
0: Yes, well, I mean, I think the level of anxiety, concern, fear, maybe excitement is is pretty high, and with you know three house demolitions every day happening, and really building sites all over the city, people are are very much focused on you know what's happening in my you know, in my neighborhood, what's happening in my city, and so that's why we wanted to you know, do this exhibition now and we're really focused on engaging people in thinking about these issues with our partner in this project, the Urbanarium. There there are going to be a number of programs. There are a series of debates uh, that are focusing on specific issues. We're also right now in the process of organizing a variety of programs, including special tours of the exhibition itself, but also out in the streets. We're going to have tours led by experts. We're hoping to bring in uh, various groups from communities to come here and actually talk and, and meet each other and, and focus on issues. So there are also going to be some unusual programs that look at kind of a cultural, i say in a more cultural way, look at uh, Vancouver itself. Some people feel Vancouver is being, you know, quote unquote, sanitized. You know, is the heart being taken out of Vancouver and why? Right. So there are going to be a whole variety of ways we hope to bring in people who usually are not participating because as you know, whenever there are community meetings there are always loud voices and people passionately expressing their views, which is terrific, but do those people really represent the whole community? You know, it's not clear. And so we're trying to get more people involved.
2: So speaking about the community,
1: how has this exhibit been received?
0: Um, well, it just started a couple weeks ago. So it's a little bit early for me to say.
1: When I was here, it was really busy. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot
0: of people are coming. And we hope, again, to, we hope that a lot more that many more people will be coming. But um, so far, um, you know, through social media, we're getting a lot of response. And we actually... Through the responses we're getting, we may actually tailor certain activities or events to what people are interested in. So as I said, it's just beginning. The exhibition will be open through May fifteenth. And so we have a lot and actually beyond May fifteenth, we're definitely gonna keep focusing on Vancouver. That's our mission here. So we'll we'll keep going.
2: So maybe more more things to come in terms of housing and real estate and areas and just the, the progress of the city.
0: Yeah, a- absolutely. So people should come to museumvancouver.ca see what we have planned, what kind of programming. But we're interested in people coming, but also people suggesting to us. If people have ideas about things they think we should be focusing on doing, they should get in touch with me and let me know.
1: Perfect. So, Greg, an exhibit like this, uh, my impression was with the 20 different visions, it's a complicated exhibit. And, uh, you know, Vancouver is a complicated city. Uh, but I was wondering, does the exhibit have a point of view?
0: I think if we have any point of view, it's that we would like to encourage people just to learn more about the city, rediscover their city and think about how they might be involved. And you know, everyone has a busy life. We all do. And on top of everything else we do every day to actually become involved in the planning of our city, that can be a little bit overwhelming. But I think just by learning, first of all, that's in a way a kind of involvement. And even things like voting, you know, as you know, rates of voting have gone down. And I think just people taking an interest and and learning can be helpful. And maybe even if a small percentage become more involved, that's great. And so to come back to your question, you have the mission. We don't have a specific point of view about where Vancouver should go, but we want to engage people to meet and talk about.
1: One one thing that I noticed was there was sort of all uh, a different artists and and um, other sort of creative thinkers thinking about the future, uh, and it to me it represented a sort of a series of. Uh, uh, people that were hoping to get their audience to challenge the status quo or you know think about the city in different ways, uh, but then there was other aspects of the exhibit uh that had a historical bent uh, i 'm thinking of the mole hill uh, you know the nine, 1990s creation of mole hill i was just wondering does that did is the goal of the museum to to sort of point to directions in vancouver 's past as uh as potentially a way forward
0: yeah yes, absolutely. I think the stories, for example, how Granville Island came to be or why how, why, and how the freeways were stopped here, which would have dramatically changed the city, these are stories about people, whether they're community uh, members, community activists, whether they're designers or planners, people coming up with ideas and speaking out and trying to make things happen. And I think that's a critical part of of the exhibition. That's why we're showing these stories. And there's another issue also is that um, a city is very complicated, any city. And who's actually making the decisions about why uh, things are the way they are is not obvious for many Mm -hmm. reasons. And just hearing some of these stories lets people in on, like, why things are the way they are. And it's very complex.
2: Do you personally have a favorite part of the exhibition?
0: Um, I I think one of my favorites, actually, is the story of of the freeway that basically the the local communities here in, in Strathcona, Chinatown, they came together and they really did have an impact. And they changed the city in a way that today everyone, I think most everyone is delighted about and they're shocked to see what could have happened. And so I think that that's a really powerful story.
1: Uh, to end, taking it back to New York, they took on the Robert Moseses <laughs> of, of Vancouver. Yeah,
0: it's a, it's a similar story actually, where a local you know local New Yorkers actually did stop Robert Moses. But in New York, there was also a lot of freeway and highway building, and it totally changed the face of the city. And some of those highways actually have been demolished, just like the viaducts here will be. For example, the West Side Highway in New York was demolished. So things can change. But the thing about city planning is once. You build infrastructure; it's there for a long, long time. Right,
2: right, perfect. Well, we'll leave it
1: there. Well, thank you very much for your time, Greg. Thank you. And, yeah, and I'll just uh, end by saying it is a fascinating exhibit and uh, worth worth checking out for sure. It's if you're if you live in Vancouver or are interested in Vancouver in any way. Perfect. Thank you. Thanks. So that was our chat with Gregory Dreiser from the Museum of Vancouver. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Very interesting guy. And uh,
2: yeah, really... I think that he did a good job explaining kind of the overall purpose, which mm-hmm, to me it, it seems like they're what they're just trying to do is stimulate conversation, yeah, exactly. Get a get a discussion going and uh, just just explore potential options of what the city means to everybody and uh, just get community involvement, community yeah, engagement,
1: yeah. And and you know another thing that struck me was you know the city's uh, changing so quickly. I think that was one of the things Greg was right, uh, you know, saying that they. We're hoping to do is now is the the an opportune time to to discuss uh the city because uh and from more angles than one you know yeah. they from
2: the from the cultural perspective from the community based from the from the future of real estate and and i think there were some uh some really interesting ideas that just For came sure. out from talking to greg and then doing the walk through ourselves mm-hmm. where uh it's very thought-provoking so again if you haven't seen it go check out the museum of vancouver Right up until the end of March, I believe. Yeah. Um, March twenty first. Again, it's called your
1: future home, creating the new Vancouver. Right, and uh, I'll just end by saying, uh, just wanted to thank everyone for the outpouring of well wishes about my finger that yeah was, uh, <laughs> a they, lot of people they, concerned the, the the emails and the phone calls it's just it really it warms a guy's heart so right like, thanks so much <laughs> for sure
2: and uh keep the emails coming if you have ideas for future episodes um we love to get your emails we love to see the uh ratings we read every rating that you uh, that you leave and good or bad and uh yeah. If you have any questions or concerns,
1: feel free to contact us. Matt, how can people reach you? They can reach me at 778 847 or at matt at com.
2: And, and Adam? You can reach me at 778 or adam at com. And we also have
1: that. Uh, oh, the,
2: the nonpartisan, right? Right. Yeah. The nonpartisan so line. So, nonpartisan line is uh, info at Scalina Real Estate. There's no favoritism here. <laughs> exactly. So, have a good week, and thanks for listening. Take care.
0: This has been the Vancouver Real Estate Podcast with Adam and Matt Scalina. Contact us anytime at 778-866-4574 or 778-847-2854 or online at www.scalinarealestate.com. Subscribe today.